Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. I am Tyler. And I am Chris. Awesome. I'm trying to emulate you when you're uh, I know. I, I was like I was like trying to, I was trying to think of something like wacky to do, but I was like, no. Nah. Anyway with Tyler with your name. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm not I'm not feeling it today. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so uh, this podcast has been a long time coming. <laughs> I don't think anyone noticed that it took so long. But um, No, no, probably not. Besides you and I. Yeah. We are talking about Francis Ford Coppola, the rise and fall of a master. Woo. <laughs> uh, today we're talking about The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and Jack. So you can kind of see how this uh how this slope works it's like a straight downfall you're talking about just like a straight like cliff <laughs> there's like a there's like a pretty like solid like straight line and then it just goes like n- yeah pretty much like a cliff except straight down it's like a, it's like yeah. a it's like a right angle if we included like godfather part three in there it would have been like a little bit a little bit nicer but not right. a slope but <laughs> <laughs> This was going to be uh, a two-part podcast. I don't know if we ever talked about it as a two-part podcast, but um, I'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the stuff at the end of the podcast, but this is, yeah, we were going to have three more movies, and I was like, I can't, I can't watch three more. I want to get this fucking thing out. So, Chris. Yes. Let's start with The Godfather. favorite trilogy of movies except really? the last one yeah. except the last one <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll probably talk about yeah, the we'll rest talk about of them later. later so the godfather is if you look at like the afi top 100 movies it's like number two or three mm-hmm. and it deserves to be right up there with like uh uh susan kane and whatnot mm. I, i've been I, I've been a big fan of The Godfather for many, many years now, so... And this is my first time seeing it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I've just uh, somehow... It's, it's somehow managed to slip out of my grasp for all these years. To be fair, there's like, there's like thousands of movies out there. You're, like, you're supposed to see... Everybody's like, I get to see this movie, this movie right. or whatever. But like, it's, like, it's, it's weird that like it's been this one. Like, you know, it's like Citizen Kane and The Godfather are like the two big movies like you gotta see them right yeah um, absolutely and yeah finally saw it to be fair i think that Susan kane is more of like the if you're a filmmaker you have to see Susan kane and godfather is like if you're a fan of like watching like intense movies yeah the godfather is the I th- i'll, I'll say that i think citizen kane's a better movie than godfather okay that's fair yeah that's fine. um 
so <laughs> funny story. I was uh, going to the family video to uh, like rent all of these movies uh, to watch. They had The Godfather Part 2 and 3, but they didn't have the first one. <laughs> I guarantee you Part 3 was like pristine condition, by the way. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got the second. I got uh, Part 2 and it skipped like 30 minutes in. <laughs> it started skipping. So. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, Part 3 is like probably uh, like been rented by one person <laughs> who was curious enough who was sadistic like, like, well I, i've watched the first i must have watched the last one. Oh my god why did i do that <laughs> why did the, i do this the last one is part two by the way right part three is like they should have had a subtitle which said uh like please give us money we're poor yeah. or whatever right we've ran out of money i need a new tv yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> Where I remember that, that joke came from it was like uh, some actors like doing something just because they want to pay off their television. <laughs> Didn't you say that about Jamie Foxx for Annie? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to buy a new TV, so he took a dumb job. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Anyway, um, this movie. Uh, to jump right into it, I guess since we have been like kind of scaring yeah. around starting on the movie, um, yeah. has one of my favorite openings. Yeah. It's just like that slow, like it's just like pulling back, and it's like you know the conversation's going on. And that the reveal by the Godfather and like um, and uh, uh, who's talking to, right? Other so guy. Th- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like it's um, uh, like I I kind of just like got since it was my first time I was like uh, writing these notes sort of in chronological order, um, and like the whole like wedding sequence, it's like a you know a thirty minute uh thing, and it it actually doesn't feel like it. It goes by really fast. Well, it's like introducing all these different characters to you, like just like they're right. And like their relationships to you, like just, yeah. Like the, especially, especially Michael. Right. Um, Who, by the character. way, I didn't recognize him at first. Really? That's funny. Like, oh, like I, I, I will, he, he, yeah, he's a little bit younger in this movie and a little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah. He not like, n- not compared to now, but like compared to like Scarface, let's say. Okay. Um, and, it like I think the the main thing was his voice threw me off because he's been doing Tony Montana since Scarface, so like hearing him talk like a normal person. Well, I think Scarface was well. Uh, that was like what like fifteen years later, or whatever. When was this movie? This was seventy four. Yeah. Uh, seventy two. Okay. Yeah. This was like almost ten years later, or like okay. uh, ten years before. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah a little bit different than I mean, ten years kind of age a little bit, right? So yeah, I, I had never seen him in a movie this early in his career. Mm. Yeah, this um, is definitely. Uh, oh man, this was this is a great movie for him. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. A lot of people. Um, a little bit of backstory in the movie: Coppola was asked to direct the movie, and he was like going to turn it down, but uh, his company, American Zoetrope, had just just went through horrible bankruptcy because of. George Lucas's film THX Eleven Thirty Eight. That movie right there was so bad that the uh, the financiers pulled their pulled their money, um, sending uh Zotrope like right into the toilet basically. And so they ha- so Coppola had to take this movie right here. To, had to take it just for the money. It ended up being like one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> like, you know that because like that also sort of like uh, not not that specifically. I mean, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves a little bit here, but like a similar situation, like where 
George Lucas is going to direct Apocalypse Now, and then he ended up taking it. So I almost wonder. Oh, no, did, I, th- I think that did, Apocalypse Now is going to be written by Lucas, and then no, no he was going to Lucas is going to direct it. Oh, was he going to direct it? Like okay. super. Like gotcha. this is before Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. No, and, I know. I, I um, thought he was writing it. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, I'm wondering now, like, cause we're, since we're talking about the down, downfall of this, uh, great director, maybe, <laughs> he just, fault. <laughs> no, maybe he just like accidentally fell into these, these really good movies <laughs> and then everything else like, was like, oh yeah, I, I totally want to direct Jack and <laughs> Twixt or whatever the fuck. <laughs> um, and I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to actually read um the actual book of the godfather mm-hmm. um cuz apparently my dad my dad wrote it uh, read it then I read it uh, read, <laughs> he wrote Jesus it. Jesus read it and said that was really good but like the movie like did a uh, even better job hmm. of like representing the uh the character cuz like the godfather part 1 part 2 was all based on the book okay yeah that makes so, sense part 3 was kind of just like hey <laughs> let's get my daughter a huge role in a big movie right and then she's a terrible actress Yes. And mostly terrible director who just had a lot of great team people on her Lost in Translation, which I, I've been ragging on her a lot in any of our podcasts, but I Lost really in Translation's a really good movie. That's because she had a great team behind her. Maybe. And then, like, uh, even, like, the, the Virgin Suicides, I don't think you ever saw that A Very yet. Merry Christmas, is that great, Tyler? No. That, okay. also probably, that also probably had a budget of $5. But, but like... Like the Virgin Suicides, like it, it, it's a nice looking movie. Mm. It's about the best thing, and it's like. So you're saying that her cinematographer was the uh... maybe? Okay, yeah, it could be. Uh, that was definitely that's. <laughs> oh, I don't like her. Anyway, um, yeah, so this movie. Back to the back to the Godfather. Yeah. Um, I always count. I always count Godfather Part One, Part Two as like the ones that you have to like watch back to back. Just because it feels like all like one movie, pretty much like it's a cap. It basically encapsulates itself. It's wonderful. Part three is kind of like that outside of that capsule, mm-hmm. right? It's like when you take like um, ibuprofen and then like like the inside of ibuprofen is like the Godfather Part One, Part Two, but you take like Advil for no reason. Okay, yeah. you get sick on it because you had too much of that stuff. So there you go. That's right. Okay. Great <laughs> analogy, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> um, so there were there were a couple things I like I knew of before going into the movie and one of them was the horse head scene oh yeah yeah like i, I knew there was like a, a scene where like he wakes up and is like when like uh he shows him the horse i'm like oh i know where this is going <laughs> and then like five minutes later he like wakes up and I'm, he's like he's like waking up in bed i was like oh fuck here it is <laughs> and uh it's a, it's a great scene it's, it's a great scene i love that scene yeah really great. um that's one of those was like I remember I walked in my di- I, my parents were watching the movie and like it was like right about that scene, and I was like you need to watch the scene <laughs> you need to watch the scene so I watched it. I was like this is great <laughs> so I watched the whole movie from like that point on, so I hadn't seen the beginning of it till mm-hmm. I guess I decided to I need to watch the whole thing and I just enjoy the I mean the movie let's get into one of its flaws which is I guess sort of flaw ish that you don't like especially it's so long. You know, I I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with this one. Oh, okay. Well, that, okay. The second one then you had a problem with? No movie should ever be three hours long, except for King Kong. That was it. You know what? No, no, no. Like a, a movie can be three hours. The the second movie is three and a half hours long, and the problem with that is 
It's three and a half hours of people sitting down and talking to each other. Mm. There, there's lots of that in this movie, but like there's a lots of there's lots of other things happening, and it's like and it's it's paced really well. Whereas the second one is not. Let me just okay. I'm just gonna throw this out here. I didn't really like the second one, and that's kind of why we cut down on a lot of the movies that and the time factor. Which is so weird because like people talk about the second one. Is yeah, people say the second one's better. Yeah, being better the second in the first one. Yeah. Um, I felt like I feel like the first movie. Um. And like, by, by the way, like, so, um, I probably like, like my own, op- my own personal opinion, like I, I wouldn't throw the Godfather up like as one of the, the best movies of all time or like, it might be like, you know, it wouldn't be like as high as it is in, in my own opinion. Um, like I, I think it's a really great movie. I really liked it. I'll probably watch it a couple more times in my life, but, uh, so like, you know, that being what I think of it, like not, not being like a super fan of the first movie, but like liking it, like going into the second one, I didn't really have, like, I, I didn't have as much of a reaction to it. Like I, I wasn't super pumped about it because I, I feel like the first one was pretty self-contained. Well, the, the second one like really, uh, showed, uh, uh, Vito's rise to power, and that's okay. what like that's, that's what you're really missing there. It's like uh, Rob De Niro was playing uh, Vito, the younger version of Vito. Okay, here here's a question I have for you, Chris. Uh-huh. Um, just about like just about the movie itself. Okay, so when I was watching the DVD version, like the first scene where like he's a kid and his mom gets shot, mm-hmm. uh, that had subtitles. Then I watched a different version of the film. I watched an, a different copy of the film to finish it. And none of the other scenes had subtitles. What? Yeah. Oh. And I, for the most part, I, I understood what was going on. Oh, that's Except for missed, a couple scenes. Like a lot. Cause... But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have been interested in them, what they were saying. Because I wasn't interested in what they were, like what Al Pacino's oh. character was saying. I think the interesting part of the story is like Michael is like this almost like a black sheep in his family because he's not like in, into all the crime stuff and like, but then he gets thrust into it. Like he becomes right, a yeah. huge part of it. He becomes the leader of it. That's the interesting part of the story. Like seeing him sort of sink into this and then just seeing him. Oh, he's doing it now. Like, Oh, okay. I guess so. <laughs> Like, well, it's that he was, he was fighting to try to get like them to be more uh, legitimized and not like doing much illegal stuff. Right. That was like the kind of point right there. Um, if you if you're not gonna watch any more The Godfather, I guess I'm guessing that you're probably no. just done. Okay. Yeah. I I, so, I I so I told Chris like I was in I was probably two hours into it. I was like, um, I'm not watching part three because like not only would it be another you know almost three hours of my life, but it's just, it's commonly known as a bad movie so i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to watch it to begin with and after that point like you know at that point i stopped watching the second one because i like i it it was like torture it was so long let me me tell you what you missed so okay this obviously we have a bunch of i guess you didn't talk about the spoilers but who cares um uh the second one so uh michael and his family get get attacked like in their house Mm -hmm. and uh you know he does like that uh, in my house where my children sleep, where my le- wife sleeps, that whole mm-hmm. line comes in there. Yeah. 
one of the best uh, scenes in cinema. Uh, turns out Fredo gave him up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, there's, like, great scenes at the very end of it where uh, Michael... Michael's Michael says that he will not kill Fredo while their mother is alive. The mother dies, mm. so Fredo is out there with uh, the with the kids, and uh, Michael brings the I think so Michael or sorry brings them in, brings the kids inside. He goes he guys gone onto a fishing boat with like uh, one of the uh, people in the family. They go out there in the middle of the ah. other, other other lake. Um, I've seen the scene they, parodied, so they they give him the they give him time to say the Hail Mary, um, Hail Mary prayer. Yeah, and then once it, once he finishes though, that's when they kill him. And that's the end of it. Yeah, that was the end. Okay, of it. you see, if that movie was two hours long, <laughs> I would have enjoyed it. Yeah, but there's like there's so much of nothing happening, or mm. like or or if they kept if they made um. Uh, Vito Corleone's stuff separate, like a different movie. I would have been fine with that. It's just, it, there's too much, there's too much in it, and it, it felt way too long. Well, uh... And I, 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 f- I felt like, I skipped, I, uh, at one point, like, around the time when I started talking to you about it, I, I, like, skipped 20 minutes, and nothing new had happened. And then I skipped 20 more minutes, and nothing new had happened. Hmm. And like I don't know, I shouldn't be able to do that. I don't know. I I enjoy the characters the, so much. By the way, like, uh, what? yeah, yeah. So like and that that was the thing for me. Like I I thought I thought the characters were all right in the first one. I don't I didn't like, and you know now now Michael's a different character essentially. So, and I I didn't really like the the, the character he was now. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but like. I mean, and there's like, there's lots of like great pieces in the movie, but unfortunately they're scattered an hour between each other. Mm. Um, the, I'm going to have my notes right here. Go down to, uh, something else. Uh, Luco, Lu- Luca, well, <laughs> Luco, <Yeah. laughs> Luca, Braz- uh, Brazo, Braz, Brasi, Brasi. Thank you. Look at Brazi. So that character, I love that character because like when he walks in, while well, the Godfather is like listening, yeah. letting people come in, like the Godfather is extended, like just like you know, uh, being also very respectful to him, like you're letting him finish his sentence and thanking him for it, and as and as annoyed as he is with like having to kind of have to, you know, deal with this guy or whatever, but at the same time he's like gonna let him just like speak, and like, he seems to also like him in a way. Yeah. It's like you know he understands that he's a little bit slow. Right. But it's not that he still like treats him. Uh, very very well yeah um the scene where they kill him yeah uh, is a really good scene because like you slowly start to realize that they're on to him oh yeah, yeah they then, were on, yeah. i think they're on that onto like almost immediately oh yeah like, no no oh, no you, like, like, yeah you you like yeah. but the audience like the audience catches up they're like oh yeah. okay and then yeah they they kill him and so i had heard the line another thing i knew before um uh, seeing the movie was I heard the line uh, Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes and I was like uh, so I figured like he was gonna either be drowned or like uh, something like that oh they, they sent him a, a fish and wrapped yeah, up yeah, in yeah 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 I'm, I'm assuming that like, <laughs> I, I, like it comes from like they, they must have dumped his body in like oh, a yeah, yeah. lake or something yeah. uh, 
but like I was like, wait, wait. So where's the he sleeps with the fishes line come in? <laughs> and then I, yeah, they they send him over the fish. fish. I was like, that was that was creative. That was yeah, I creative. like it. I like it. Um, and then uh, another huge like so not long after that, uh, Don Vito gets shot, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like I I thought he was gonna die. I didn't expect it. Yeah, and I, that would have been great if he did actually. <laughs> Well, he did die eventually. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Very uh, interesting scene. Yes. Thought. Um, man, Marlon Brando uh, as the Godfather. Just yes. Love him. Yes. What's interesting is that he was like he was like the uh, he was not quite blacklisted, but he was like you don't nobody nobody wanted to touch him. Like the, he was just like he was basically poison. Like he was drunk all the time and. All that stuff like on set, oh, apparently. Oh, but, he was like, an asshole then too. Yeah, hell yeah, he was the like we'll, his whole life. We'll, pretty t- much. we'll talk. We'll talk about more about Marlon Brando uh, during Apocalypse Now. Well, I mean, oh. I'm trying to just, I'm trying to just in regards to Godfather. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coppola took a chance on him and said that he needs Marlon Brando in this. Yes. And uh, obviously, it, it worked out quite well. <laughs> it revitalized his career, at least. Yes, for sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and uh, run through a lot of these. Uh, Michael visiting the hospital scene was intense as fuck. I loved it. Yes. Um, I, that's, that's a great scene. Like he walks in, there's like nobody guarding yeah. his father. And he's just like, he gets the nurse to bring the, bring uh, his father in like into another room. And right. Yeah. That was crazy. I let, um, and then yeah, he's like, he's got the, he's like got the guy outside and like they're just both standing there like with their hands in their pockets. Like they have guns. Yeah. It's great. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, that was cool. I was talking about um, earlier how I liked Mike's transition back into the family. Uh, that and like so le- that leading into like the restaurant scene where he uh, shoots the two guys is really great. That was also a really intense scene. That there's, yeah, there's, so I mean, good. most of this movie here was very intense. Yes, like yeah, they do. They did a really good job on that. Um, uh, Sonny's death at the toll booth was really great. That was okay. So let's talk about that for a second. Okay, I want to talk about that. So uh, send them my notes. Mm-hmm. The actor <laughs> who played Sonny, um, James uh, Franco. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, guess, I think I think it's, it's like it's like can or whatever. Yeah. Um, he had to have like all those squibs attached to him. Yes. And probably that just like what like like welts just all over his body just from of all of course this... they're exploding blood packets yeah and just like he was just uh he was just bruised all up and down his body basically from that but that was a crazy scene that like he just like pulls up and like the Tobu thing comes down like he just gets surrounded by cars and just they're just opening fire on him yes great and it's scene. just like ugh. Um, speaking of Marlon that was, Brando, that was like, that was unexpected by the way. That was like because like he was gonna go over there to go kick uh, the the husband, uh, the, the husband's husband. butt. Yeah, gonna, absolutely gonna kill him. <laughs> Actually, maybe he beat the crap out of him earlier. <laughs> yeah, that was also a great scene. There's the there's another really great follow up where uh, Vito uh, goes to the morgue to like identify his body. I think, mm-hmm. which yeah, it's a just talking about Marlon Brando's acting earlier. That's a like probably one of the best scenes in the movie. In I like I liked like when they did that callback to where like the um, the uh, what's what's the what's the body guy named like the guy that uh, dealt with Sonny's body. 
uh, and bought then uh, not in, uh, what's it uh, mortician mortician thank you. Yeah, mortician from the beginning of the movie shows up again that's whenever like he goes to him and says uh for him to touch up his son and all that oh okay because that, that's from the first scene of the movie <laughs> right 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 yeah okay. I, I like that nice little it's like he said that he you know you, you have to do me a favor that's right on. yeah 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 um so i got my next note uh the car bomb oh yeah yeah it's uh fucking al pacino's in the other country and he's got like his wife there and the car blows up and i was like like just before it happens like you're like oh shit (laughs) (laughs) and then it explodes um one of the things like whenever uh Vito wakes up and goes like to deal with the uh families to try to get like to stop the the violence. Yeah. Just like showing like just how like how much power he really wields and all that. Just like you know, to deal with all this and just or we're like we're done. <laughs> right. We're done with this. We were talking earlier about um Vito's death scene. Uh I, I wrote in my notes, Vito playing with Mike's kid was a very nice scene. Knew something bad was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too peaceful. Um, okay, yeah, okay, I found, a, I found a complaint in my notes. Okay, uh, one complaint. Too many side characters, faces blur together, lose track of who's who. <laughs> hmm. Like, it, not like, not like, you know, sort of like the principal cast... Like like the the brothers and whatnot, but like a lot of the other people, I just like, like okay, who was that? <laughs> and because yeah. there, there's um, so many characters in this movie, also like like uh, we didn't even touch on uh, Robert Duvall's character, mm-hmm. uh, Tom Hagen, yes, who I really liked. Like they treated him like a brother, even though they like yeah, even though they weren't like technically uh, actually brothers, right. But yeah, they they were he was absolutely family. That was like that was a big thing. Oh yeah. That was that's thing about like this movie. They really show like how much like their family meant to them. Yes. Which is a really cool aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my last like big note right here I have is uh, all the the just uh, killing everybody at the very end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which which I do that in the second one, and then they do a horrible attempt at the third one. <laughs> That, oh, that same geez. sort of thing, and just like, um, here, here, let me tell you, let me tell you the best part of the third one. So if you Coppola dies, <laughs> <laughs> just fantastic. Um, but it's such a sad thing. It's like uh, Andy Garcia is in the third one. I, I like Andy Garcia. I think he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. He's like he he was definitely emulating um, uh, Al Pacino. Like he was kind of like he was emulating Sonny and Al because he was Sonny's like illegitimate child, like with that the kind of anger that Sonny had, but also like Michael's like cool and the calm get things done or whatever mixing those two characters together mm-hmm. so he was playing and he was in love with uh Sofia Coppola's character who was his cousin oh so Michael tells him you know you can't you can't be together blah 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 um like it's very it's very dangerous I don't want her getting hurt basically so uh Garcia breaks it off in like a scene later it's like the end of the movie a big old uh, gun battle goes off and Sophia catches it right in the chest and pfft, dead. Nice. Yes, that was the best part of the whole movie. Because <laughs> okay. like, cause like, uh, but you know, like you know, he's 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 holding her in, the, in his hands and like, just like watching him like, 
like does such a great job like just dancing around like acting around her basically just dancing around like her <laughs> terrible acting right it was just interesting to watch them just because like just watching a master and Pacino's the best he is absolutely one of the best actors of all time he's um, definitely like he's gonna like when he passes on like everybody's gonna be like this is like this is one of the best actors that people ever are gonna be lived. fucking devastated when because oh, yeah. people like whenever like um like an older actor dies and even if he's not like even if he's like mostly in shit like he was just like in one okay movie they'll be like oh no he was he was the best he was the best actor people are gonna be fucking ripped to shreds when Al Pacino Al Pacino dies Pacino Pacino when Al Pacino dies yeah um that was my Tweety Bird impression yeah because like it's like even like watching him in uh, Ocean's Thirteen. He like him and like Clooney like the other way like this little like couple scenes like even at that like as good as an actor I think Clooney is mm-hmm. Pacino is still like just oh. steps above him like just well because like, like Pacino can Pacino can still like turn into a character like he he like recent stuff he's not like he's been phoning it in a lot he's kind of like Harrison Ford and like uh, where like. In recent movies, he it doesn't feel listen, like he cares uh, as listen. Much. Harrison Ford in Agent of Adeline was just a heartbreaking movie. I've never watched it, by the way. I didn't watch that one. I have no idea what you're even talking about. <laughs> Don't worry that you're lucky. Um, uh, Hollywood Homicide is the best film I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, you don't want to make want to have you commit a Hollywood homicide for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> awful awful i so, do not i do not uh recommend uh killing people off after watching the movie. <laughs> okay i got That's... four notes left chris okay uh carlo's death scene was uh great shit um great in scene between mike and wife i didn't remember the wife's name um <laughs> like the but the the, the two shots were like uh, he's like walking into that room. You get the close up of her as the door closes. It's fucking great. Um, Brando Pacino. But that, 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 that was uh, that was Diane Keaton as his wife. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't remember the character's oh, name. Okay. Okay. Um, Brando Pacino and Duvall are all great in this film. Uh, and then I have no huge feelings about it. Not best film ever made, but it's a very well made movie. Uh, when a scene is good, it's really good. Um, also, I, uh, one other thing, uh, like just because they're both sort of, um, crime films and Pacino's the, the lead in them, uh, I think Scarface is, is the better movie out of these two, but, uh, that's just me. Well, we'll get into Scarface later. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, where was that on the Francis Ford Coppola filmography? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say this. I'd say like this. This podcast. And do we have De Palma on our schedule? Oh, maybe we don't. Whatever. Let's let's put De Palma on our schedule. <laughs> we'll have to do. We'll do. We'll do Carrie. We'll do the Untouchables and Scarface. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Um. So and and Mission Impossible. <laughs> We'll do three movies. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give The Godfather eight Jamies out of ten. I'm going to give The Godfather 11 Jamies out of ten. Okay. 
greatest movies of all time. Mario Puz, uh, Puzo, Jesus Christ, Chrysler has pronounced names, was one of the greatest writers of all time. God rest his soul. Al Patuino is the... Al Patuino, yeah. <laughs> Brian De Palma was a great director. <laughs> <laughs> For you listeners of the Illumination Cinema Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free three-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We recommend... Heart of Darkness, which is narrated by Kenneth Brenaw, who is one of my favorite actors. And is also uh, the book that Apocalypse Now is based on. Correct. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash icpodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash icpodcast for your free audiobook. Speaking of Heart of Darkness... It's time for Apocalypse Now! The horror. The horror. That's how you played the clip. Okay. Sang it. Yeah. You got it, buddy. The horror. The horror. The horror. Thanks, man. Okay. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is my favorite Francis Ford Coppola movie. Okay. That's fair um, enough. Um... But it's it, definitely I mean, one of my favorite Martin Sheen movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like right there. Uh, so, we started talking uh, in, about it in The Godfather, but... Um, so I uh, jump right into Marlon Brando? Uh, my first <laughs> note on my Apocalypse Now notes is, Brando is a big pretentious asshole who should have been fucking fired. <laughs> Uh, a big fat pretentious asshole <laughs> he's 88 pounds overweight and didn't read the script or the book before showing up on set oh god yeah they had a lot of problems with him on set um and that's why he was never in any other francis ford coppola movie yeah um this ended that relationship <laughs> yeah so like uh if i if I did, I, I, here's the thing. I still like his character in the movie, uh, because he's like this weird, <laughs> almost like a cult leader in a way. Yeah, like, he's like, like a god to those people. Yeah, yeah, and like, uh, a normal person realizes he's speaking nonsense, uh, but the reason he's speaking nonsense, because I, I haven't read the book, um, but so I, I don't know what uh, you know the the Captain Kurt's character is actually like, uh. But he's speaking nonsense because Brando thought he was being poetic or something. <laughs> well, I think he was using like T.S. Eliot's poetry. Well, I think uh, well that's that's part of it. But like there's um there's like he'll there's like that you know famous scene where he's talking about like horror and all that. Um, and that's apparently like they took out they cut together like two minutes of that out of like a twenty minute nonsensical rant. <laughs> 
I believe it. <laughs> like he he like he just he just laid there and like uh, uh, just talked about fucking nothing. And then they were like, oh, I guess we could use this. <laughs> Well, it's like they start off like his ramblings on like the tape for uh, Martin Sheen's character, uh, Willard, yeah, Captain Willard, and like he started like a snail and just like, what is he even saying? Right, but like these people are like, uh, you know, obviously, uh, like 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 the the, uh, the the couple of American people that are actually there, or like uh, Harrison uh, Ford. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, you mean at that? No, like the, like, the, oh. the photographer guy. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. uh, what's his, uh, Lance. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, they're they're kind of buying in to what he's saying because, like, they're so affected by the... And, like, also Martin Sheen as well. Um, they're, like, so, like, dragged down from, like, the horrors of, uh, of like, you know, being in Vietnam that like they're they're listening to this madman's ramblings like he, like that uh that to someone who's not thinking clearly would sound smart and profound uh but when really they're not at all <laughs> like the the the, uh, the photographer guy I, lo- I love i love him yeah, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. He's great. <laughs> like he's, he's like characters. he's like in love. He's like in love with this uh, with uh, with uh, Marlon Brando's character, and like he like the one scene he's in with him, he like throws a book at him or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like um, when you first get introduced to him, he's just like he's just like this weird like. I think I think like he says just like just mind blowing or whatever the crap. Yeah. Just, like, like a weird guy. hippie dude. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's got, like, like he's got like six cameras on his, yeah. <laughs> like, strung up around him. Yeah, it does suffer, man. He's one of the uh, another one of those really great actors. Mm-hmm. That I did not realize died six years ago. <laughs> 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 I just looked him up. Like, oh, what's he up to? Like, oh. What's he up to? Oh, he's uh, getting eaten alive by worms. That's what. That's all he's doing right now. Yeah. Um, not eaten alive by worms, but. Uh... I didn't realize this till just now. Apparently, um, Mr. Clean is Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. No idea. By the way, um, he was. Just let's look at the cast. Like, what the heck? Oh. Yeah. By the way, he was um, uh, way younger than he was actually supposed to be for that role. Yeah. <laughs> he lied to his. Uh, he lied to the people casting well, him. Well, by the time it came out, though, he was seventeen. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, he's, I think he was like, I think, was he like 15 or something like that? Like he was like, he I like think he was like 14. He, I think he was oh, like, really? he's, he's, that, okay. yeah, I think he was like, uh, said he was 16, but he was 14. Jeez. That's like, um, I remember like the, uh, Mila Kunis when she went, like, was going for that 70s show. She was like way younger than what they were like asking her to be. Jeez. <laughs> she just lied. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> It happens sometimes. Right. And actually, even, like, in war, like, people, uh, a lot of kids, like, lied about their age and, like, would just say, like, oh, I'm, I'm you know, 18 years old and they're, like, 15. Right. So. They, regret, like, they regretted it. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. Um, so it kind of goes into the theme of <laughs> the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. I've got a, I've got a few notes, like, that are just kind of, uh, more, like, trivia type stuff. Uh, um, um, yeah. Sheen's brother, Joe Estevez took over for a bit after the, uh, the heart attack, the, the famous heart attack on set. Um, and he also, 
I, I think it was yeah i think it, i think it was also joe estevez did uh like some of the narration like they couldn't get martin sheen back in so like he covered it because he pretty much sounds exactly the same as him. Uh, that's funny um another thing was that martin sheen's character was originally being played by harvey keitel and they shot yep. some of those scenes uh and i guess one shot actually still made it into the final cut it was like a big wide shot of some kind. I did it early. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know they had any shots left in there. Yeah. Huh. Um, um, I guess I had written down like uh, Al Pacino was offered the part as well. Right. And he turned down saying like, you know, I know it's going to be, it's going to be on the ground, you and the helicopter yelling things to me. Yeah. <laughs> for, yeah, yeah. For however many months. And then it was like way more than. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I think I think Martin Sheen was the right choice for that role because it's it's he's Martin so, Sheen's the right choice for every role. Right, he's so good. Apocalypse Now. Okay, so I had I have a note I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's written. It's co-written by, uh, John Milius and uh, Coppola. Yeah. John Milius, who is a, who I guess he's like kind of like trying to recover from a, a stroke still, I suppose, um, is one of the best writers in Hollywood. Yes. And just because, like, he wrote, like, a lot, like, the, if you've ever seen Jaws, there's a scene there, like, where the boat captain is speaking about, like, the, um, the boat he was on during, during the war. It was, uh, yeah. the, not the Philadelphia, whatever it was. Just, like, talking about all those different things going on or whatever. That just, famous like, that, monologue. Yeah, that big old monologue right there, uh, written by this guy. He also did, like, Red Dawn, which is kind of okay. It's inter- it's more interesting concept than it is a With movie. Chris Hemsworth? Anyway, <laughs> not that one. No, um, no, he did like a whole bunch of different like, movies. Like, like he like wrote a lot of, like little parts and whatever things like for movies. Like he, I know he, I know he wrote in like Dirty Harry. Yeah, the infamous. He writes like like the most infamous lines and things that people just don't realize. You know, he wrote, directed uh, Conan the Barbarian. So like he's done all those different things. So, right. I I love that guy. I think he's great, and nobody knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Writers aren't famous. Nope, unfortunately, which uh, sometimes like writing is what makes the movie. Sometimes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so Apocalypse Now, by the way, uh, in my opinion, has the best cinematography of any film ever. Just the opening. <laughs> the opening is so good, and like, God, it's like, um, it's like it's it's just such a spectacle film, mm-hmm. and like. It's made in, it was like made in the seventies. So like, you know, that pretty much all of that stuff had to actually be done. <laughs> yeah. There's not, there's no, like, none of that CGI there's like, there's no CG. Up. There's no fake in it. Like yeah. they did all this stuff and they got it on film. It's amazing. Yeah. If you like, if you like watch a movie, watch this movie. And then if you uh, want to, I guess you can watch uh, Tropic Thunder and you'll see like how much they parodied. Yes. Movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Compare the crap out of this movie. <laughs> um, uh, oh crap! What was I? Oh, there, there, there. So back to Martin Sheen for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the movie, it's like him like going like all weird or whatever. And, like him like he punched the mirror and like he it's like sobbing like he's naked and all that stuff or whatever. Right. That was all real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was thirty. Like he it was his thirty sixth birthday. Thirty sixth birthday apparently. Uh-huh. And he was absolutely drunk on set, and like people like on set were like 
threatening just to quit because they couldn't handle this. <laughs> they're like, Ernest Coppola's like, just keep rolling, just just like roll all that. That's like him, like him like sobbing was actually him sobbing like him, like the it's like kind of similar to uh, from movie uh, Django where uh, where DiCaprio cut his hand on like the glass or whatever and kept down acting. Yeah, Martin Sheen smashed the crap out of that mirror. <laughs> Yeah, blood. That was that was real blood coming down his hand. Like he kept on, just kept on going. And right. They told him just the they like he told like the care people just like just start rolling. I got this part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, hey guys, I'm, I'm I've got some really great ideas. <laughs> yeah. Here's my butt. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I want to get my cock out. <laughs> uh. Um. There was a lot of butt in this movie. <laughs> I just noticed that like it's like the guy. Ladies. It's like it's like, the, it's like the guy that's like hanging there. Like, yeah, there's just, like a guy in the background who's just hanging with his ass out. It's a great, it's a great, uh, great framing right there. Yes, like right in the middle of the frame as well. So you can't like can't like look away. It's like you just like all right. That's yeah. what I was focused on. Got all the crack and other things. Um, so a little note I have here is that Orson Welles was approached to play uh, Kurtz. Which probably would have not been too much different, except he would have been even fatter. <laughs> and probably more drunk on set. Yeah. Oh, the friends. Oh, the horror. <laughs> <laughs> He's like flopping around. Oh, the, the horror. God, I, I hate making fun of that guy, but it's it's just kind of... Uh, you know, we've, refer- we've referenced this clip so many times, but, like, we've never actually... Fuck it, dude. I'm playing it right One, now. Two, take two. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson, inspired... By that same French excellence, it's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So pour my song. <laughs> A great clip. We didn't actually um, watch it. We told you have told to watch it just now. Yes, <laughs> it's, great, it's a great clip. Um, I have a note here that says "Great cast: Sheen, Sheen, Sheen." Yeah, and then Duval at his best. Yeah. He's oh yeah, so Duval as the um was I forgot was he a sergeant or yeah yeah something like that he was a like a lieutenant something whatever right um Kilgore Kilgore yeah yeah I can't think of his name was Kilroy um Kilgore yeah he was he's a weird dude <laughs> <laughs> he kept he kept like uh, talking to Lance about surfing <laughs> and shit <laughs> he was like talking like you know he was like. So what do you think? He's like, oh, so it's really intense. No, I mean the waves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like he's <laughs> like in the middle of this battlefield and um, he's like, they're like, uh, uh, like they're trying to think of an excuse to, cause he's like trying to get him to go out there and surf. And like yeah. trying to, they're trying to get, think of an excuse to get out of there. And like, he's like, they're walking back to the helicopter and he's like apologizing to him because they can't surf. <laughs> Yeah. Um that by the way, um the right before the that really funny line about the how how the waves were like the helicopter's like flying off and the, the fly of the Valkyrie music is yeah. playing. That by the way, I 
don't care how like people say it's like it's an overused thing now apparently yeah i don't care yeah it's good that like you forget about that when you're watching that scene it's i i love that it's just like just like that whole like shock and awe thing going on right there. yeah yeah which finally by the way i, I was like, looked it up because i was curious if that was like the that was the uh doctrine back then Apparently, that's not the, that was not the doctrine that was not called shock and awe shock and awe didn't come around until rock war jeez but I've always heard it referenced as the Vietnam War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, yeah. they bombed the crap. Yeah. Well, they, they bombed the crap out of Vietnam. They probably it was like it was like they dropped more bombs wherever it was on was it Vietnam than like Operation uh, Rolling Thunder. Yeah, that's what. It was. Right, right. It's like you know, there's like the scene there, uh, I wrote down here, which is like, we're here to help you, and like their whole village is like, oh, this is collapsed on fire. I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. one of my notes. It says, Gr- uh, great shot. We are here to help. With fire and choppers in the background. <laughs> yeah. There's just like... are death. Yes. I love that shot because like that, that sums it up. That sums it up completely. Like that's every single war movie summed up into one shot. Yeah, that was... That was uh, I don't know. That's like... Oh, God. It's... Just like the awful. amount of detail in every single frame is incredible. Yeah. Just like the intensity and just like feeling... Like, like, obviously, there's no way for you to ever actually feel like you're actually there. Right. But there are moments in there where just, like, you know, they're, like, they're on the boat, like, what they they pop the, uh, the, uh, I don't know what they call it. The, not, it's not gas, but it's, like, the smoke. Yeah, the purple smoke. Pop the smoke, yeah, pur- like, the smoke, whatever, like, he's dancing around, whatever, and also, like, there's, like, this, they're just getting shot at. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, like, that is, that's intense. I'll um, say that this is like this is the second best Vietnam movie behind Full Metal Jacket. Yes. Um I, I feel like there's there are moments there are moments in Full Metal Jacket, like uh the sniper scene mm-hmm. that are like that are it, that that one's more of like um a more actiony type movie. Like it, it's 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 obviously like a still a drama, but like it has uh more action to it and it's like a very like that's a super intense scene, whereas like um, this is just sort of like the um, slow wear down. It, it's it's it has a lot of like sort of themes with like PTSD and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a oh yeah, um, great movie. If you want to, the I think I think they're like the it's like the trilogy of like Vietnam movies that people always talk about. It's like Apocalypse Now, Full Metal Jacket, and the movie Platoon with uh, Charlie Sheen. Mm. In Platoon, I watched that one, and then um, the one I'm gonna go over it. So. I was watching it and like the whole entire time I couldn't unsee Martin Sheen. Cause like he'd give like these like looks or whatever. And like he would like, or like these intense looks and he would yeah, act the yeah. way he was acting in there. I was like, he's absolutely emulating his father in this movie. Right. Right. Oh, like when both, like, cause it's, you know, Sheen did this movie when he was young, fairly young. And, uh, uh, Charlie did his movie when he was fairly, fairly young. And they look so similar when they're at that age. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But just like just like the ability, like a lot of times you see like where, um, like the children of these great actors are don't like live up at all there to like their parents' ability or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was like the one of the one times I saw Charlie Sheen like live up to his father's. Ability yeah, he like hasn't that. really done it since. Which is a little unfortunate because he's like he could be a really good actor, but he decides to go and do drugs, which is yeah. like, you know, a really very <laughs> a very good uh, Martin Sheen movie is the way. Which yes. is directed by Emilio Estevez, and it like has the two. Like, he plays his son in it. It's so yeah. good. There, yeah, there's a great little scene between, like, between them, like in the car, and it's just like the. I think it's the, still like, on Netflix. Just, 
Uh, people should oh, go watch ha- that. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it is. Yeah, if it is, yeah, definitely watch it. Um, we will because I because I got because I got you on that one. I got you to watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I was like, I need to watch more Martin Sheen movies, and you're like, oh, yeah. here's one. Here's one that'll really get you in the heartstrings. <laughs> uh, that's that's the laugh you did. When... Um, um what's what's funny is like you know every time i watch a martin sheen movie now like um i can't unsee like uh him doing the bartlett stuff like uh, right so bartlett by the way is the character he plays in the show west wing yes in there um he, he puts like his his coats on like all weird or whatever because like uh sheen had like broken his back at some point in his life or things that were his armor or whatever it was they want to say his back so like, that's why he puts Shoulder his coats on yeah whatever it was like he like he had to like those his, his uh suit jackets on all weird okay so um, it's like so, it's total it's weird uh, detour here. Okay. Um, you you had told me about that before, like uh, how he puts his jacket on weird, and I had never noticed it. And I like yeah. watched a video. I was like, oh, that's how I put on a jacket. Oh, <laughs> so that's why I've never thought it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I realize how most people put on a jacket. Like, I I never thought about it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's like a cool way to put a jacket on. Like if you don't know what I'm talking about, like go on YouTube and just like type in like a some like Martin Sheen uh, jacket or whatever. You should probably find it. Yeah, yeah. Probably on there. Um, that's actually how I found out about it. I was like, I was a little curious about that. I was like, that's kind of weird. It's like, oh, that's just that's actually a reason behind it. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you want like more Martin Sheen movies, just go on to IMDb and just go down the list. Yeah. <laughs> You're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, this this movie has a really cool score like a really nice it's like it's one of those like uh very early synth like from the 70s scores and uh one really great part about it is like they'll take out the helicopter sound effects and replace it with like synthesizer mm-hmm. it's it's so good uh it's uh so so good um yeah, it's it's great um now my question for you is which which apocalypse now did you watch <laughs> Cause good, good this, segue, Chris. There's, there's a there's something I wanted. I, there's something I really want. I saw my notes. I was like, gotta ask you about this. Cause yeah, so I I had originally watched the uh, theatrical cut. Um, that's the one I love. I watched the Redux cut for this uh, podcast, and it's garbage. It's it's um, two hundred and two minutes, by the way. Yeah, it's it's three hours long. Uh, it and like all the scenes it adds are completely pointless. They add nothing to the story. Uh, the original film is a thousand percent better than yeah. the Redux. <laughs> One of my notes says, Lance carrying puppy around. Lance is a fucking idiot. <laughs> I hate that character. Yeah, unfortunately, like, the, some of the characters that are, like, were on the, uh, the, uh, what they call it, kind of boat, like the little river boat or whatever. Yeah. Um, I didn't like. I didn't care for any of them. I just didn't care. Like they're like characters. I just I don't care about these characters. Yeah, they're mostly just, disposable. Whatever. Yeah, um, like the, the the chef. I I like him, and uh, in some scenes, there's others that I don't. Um, well, when they ship that they ship that little boat with the um, the Vietnamese on it. That were like yeah, this... it's the scene where they find the puppy. Yeah, yeah. 
that poor dog just getting jerked around like that and just uh, right god that that part that's like that's what they do the, the poor night. dog the poor vietnamese people on the boat yeah. who, get, who get shot to shit for because well, they're they... dead though the dog gets like you know is being tortured pretty much <laughs> yeah they pull back and forth like that. It's not cool yeah poor jesus dog. christ um also, the the dog is like really adorable. So yes. that's, that's a that's an adorable puppy right there. They found like the most adorable dog. <laughs> right. The dog After that scene, they're like, uh, I love how Sheen wears down throughout the film. Well, he was like, he was like already like seemed like he was like worn out already, but it's like then it's just oh, like yeah. just all his weight on top of him basically just like further. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, that I already talked about the great ending, and then my last note is total bullshit that Marlon Brando got top billing over Martin Sheen. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, but, uh, he's only in the movie for like I guess. Uh, well, it's the movie like the last half hour or so. I yeah, think. he's like yeah, he's in he's in the movie for the third act, but like that's yeah. it. Um, my last note. I, I was about, I was about to say like oh he's only in the movie for like an hour, <laughs> but that <laughs> so it'd be like half the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like no, like a third of the movie. <laughs> that's what it means. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a fourth of the movie if you watch the Redux version. <laughs> <laughs> um my last note is the slaughtering of the cow and killing uh colonel kurtz at the same time yes like the imagery there so great because marlon brando's a fucking cow just <laughs> i'm glad he's dead <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> that's sad uh Okay, here we go, really fast, real fast. You know how uh you know how oh. they use like uh leftover footage of him in Superman Returns? Uh-huh. That's probably the easiest time they've <laughs> anyone's ever had working with Marlon Brando. <laughs> so it's like what's your favorite Marlon Brando movie in Superman Returns? <laughs> uh that's not true. Godfather. Um, Definitely the Godfather. Yeah, Godfather's the best Marlon Brando performance. Yeah. I, I hardly call this a performance. This is just him being fucking drunk and stupid and fat. <laughs> to be fair, like, Lance was, like, high on acid, so... Right. <laughs> Whatever. And probably, like, the actor, like, playing him, like, who's, like, just drunk and high on acid the whole time. Jeez, I believe it. Yeah. That was something else, but, like, like the, the 70s and 80s, like, that was, like, a big thing, apparently. It was just, like... Mm-hmm. Everybody being, like, you know, everybody doing, uh, doing like, cocaine stuff. Doing the drugs. Doing the drugs. <laughs> So Chris, yes, um, I'm I'm giving two separate ratings here. Uh, the original is ten out of ten Jamies for me. Um, the Redux is eight out of ten Jamies. Um, okay, I'm just gonna give one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Stupid. Um, I would definitely say it's eight point nine out of ten. Just give it a nine. Eight point nine out of ten. <laughs> What's the what's the point one deduction, Chris? Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, like the thing, no, the, no, no, the no, reason no, no. the reason why I forgive him in this movie is because it works for like the character that is being portrayed, but it's unfortunately because he's a giant douchebag. Well, no, the the uh, the the point one that gets reduced is the uh, the sound editing with like his dialogue. It's like, on one hand, it's like, I can't understand what he's saying sometimes. On the other hand, I don't care what he's saying most of the time. I can understand him most of the time. Okay, well, maybe it was, maybe it was when I was watching. It was just kind of like, he was like, And then they stand in the United States and, and then, 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 then,
if you look in the face of horror, you will see horror. And yeah, I, did. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't hear him some of the times. I was like, it's hard to hear him. So I was like, all right. <laughs> oh look, here's my notes for Godfather Part Two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I shouldn't have ripped those. Oh, two hours wasted. So speaking of the horror, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Now we've come to the downfall. <laughs> this is the end, my friends. So the first time I saw Jack uh, was in a hotel room, uh, like on vacation or something. Um, Sorry. Yeah, I it was like this late at night. It was like it was probably like on TBS or some other garbage network, and like the movie started playing, and the opening credits come on, and I was very fucking confused when I saw that Francis Ford Coppola directed it. Cause, you know, I know him as the guy who directed The Godfather in Apocalypse Now. Yeah. And he's directing this weird movie with Robin Williams. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> um, Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> this is his second best role in a movie. <laughs> you know what his first one is? <laughs> Ghost Dad? Yeah. <laughs> My first note with Bill Cosby says, I wouldn't want Bill Cosby to tickle me. <laughs> well, it's like it there in the, uh, in the, um, the little house, on the little tree house, the whatever, tree house. The, with the, with the kids. And I'm like, oh no. I, oh no. <laughs> Do I, I need to look my, away from the scene. My note for that scene was, Chris, would you trust Bill Cosby with your kids? I don't know them or my daughter. <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> Just keep any liquids away from him. Yeah, pretty much. I, I watched this movie again like a couple days ago. Uh-huh. And I totally forgot that Bill Cosby was in here. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'd watched this movie like when I was probably like somebody in my mid-teens, I guess. Same here. And I never watched it again until a few days ago. Yeah, for this. Solely for this. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's so weird. So like the, the thing that's so like baffling about Francis Ford Coppola directing this is like, it just feels like a, a shitty nineties movie. It feels like an Adam Sandler film. Yeah. Which is weird because it has Robin Williams is like one of the best, was one of the best, one uh, of the best comedy actors. Yeah. Um, which and, by there, the way, is this, is this our first Robin Williams movie? <laughs> oh my God. Is it? We, I, I know we talked about, uh, didn't we like? <laughs> Do we ever discuss Google hunting at any point in time? Because I'm hoping that we did. No, um, but I think like we made some sort of joke about Robin Williams like weeks before he died. <laughs> in, like, oh, our Marvel podcast. Awful. Either that or it was right after he died. I'm not sure. That's sad. We didn't, we didn't have like a Robin Williams podcast. Well, I think the thing was I think we talked about doing that. Um, oh, and, and right, yeah, we, we talked. We talked about doing that, and then he died. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, that would just feel like we're trying to cash in on his death. So I think that I think that like now it's been enough time where like we can talk oh, about yeah, we like, could. like 
we could definitely do the Good Morning Vietnam and uh, Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting. World's Greatest Dad. One hour photo. <laughs> Flubber. Oh, God. No, let's not let's not do the rise and fall rumbling. <laughs> RV. Oh. Yeah, if oh God. If you want to watch a good Rumblings movie, go watch Goodwill Hunting. That's a which, I, which by the way which by the way is not a Rumblings movie. I should I should call it a Rumblings movie. It was definitely a Matt Damon and but Ben one Affleck of his movie. best roles. But one of his best roles, yes. But best if you want to watch roles. like a if you want to watch like a like a dramedy with Ron Williams, don't watch Jack. Which yeah. probably is counted as a dramedy as well. Watch Good Morning Vietnam. Yes. Oh, talk about a Vietnam movie. That's a great yeah. one. Yeah. That's that's oh. There that's, are that's moments movie. where I can't help but like Robin Williams, even if he's in a terrible role. Yeah. Well, he still has that, has that charm to him. Yeah, like, but then, like, so, like, the you know, it's it's him playing a little kid. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, you, the, it's, it's, it's super awkward. But That's like, one of my first there, notes on here. Yeah, the, okay. there's, like, there's moments where, like, he does something and it's it's kind of funny. And it's like, I shouldn't be laughing at this movie. It's, I shouldn't be encouraging them. Um, but uh, my, like, my note, by the way, says uh, a lot less... 10 year old a lot more uh mentally challenged right yeah yeah because like okay listen as a 10 year old i knew how to tie my shoes no, right. I, I didn't do a great job I was, I was like i kept i, I didn't like trip on myself all the time but like right yeah it's like when i, I learned that in kindergarten or they have they have whatever, this, this film has is totally unaware of what children are like yeah the, the dialogue is like all off i'm like no these are like a bunch of idiot uh <laughs> kids yeah this is, this is like it's like weird disney channel like phrases <laughs> compiled into like 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 90s disney channel like weird yeah. catchphrases like compiled in like and that's just all of the dialogue they're like wow yeah. dude totally wicked yeah uh sloopity doo my friend <laughs> but <laughs> that's actual dialogue from the thankfully it's only 113 minutes long so yeah only. it was only over an hour and then the this only happens once, but like, uh, at the very beginning, he's like looking at the kids through the window. And he does like this weird ET voice. Oh yeah. It's like this—he's not acting like a kid right now. He's acting. Like he has like yeah, he's mentally challenged. I was like, that's that's like thinking of double time. I'm like, um, oh god, like then uh, they had to cast one of the worst actresses of all time, which is Jennifer Lopez. Uh, was she the teacher? Yeah. She wasn't terrible. She's just she's not terrible in this right here, yeah, yeah. but she like most of the time I see her, I'm just like, Ugh. like it's 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 a real conundrum because it's just a terrible script, but like you see like some of the people you you see them like trying their best, like Jennifer yeah. uh, Jennifer Lopez. She's um like her mm. char- her character comes off as really sweet in a lot of the scenes, but like the then you like then like you listen to what she's saying and it's it's dog shit yeah it's it's garbage um uh, who wrote this movie i didn't even check that oh, no, okay it was yeah nobody cares okay <laughs> uh, they didn't have a script they all improvised uh the, the purge director apparently oh wow that that's why it's so bad oh god um <laughs> one of my notes is that all of the kids are terrible especially glasses kid he's the worst Oh yeah. Once again, mentally challenged children. Right, <laughs> right. 
apparently like the other i saw one of the writers the other writer um did pretty much nothing <laughs> after check rightfully so uh yeah now i get to try to pronounce their names okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe you shouldn't um the, the, the james guy like he has yeah, did like the purge movies and he did like assault on precinct night 13 what the like, fuck? Apparently, Jack was like his was like his first like credit. Pretty much, it was just like that's. What Wait, how was did. how was Assault on Precinct Thirteen after Jack? Two thousand five. Oh, oh, it must be a remake. I didn't know they remade that movie. So I'm just gonna go in like chronological order with a lot of my notes here. Um, so like it starts off, uh, they're at a Halloween party, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like she's like, oh man, I'm, I'm I think my water broke or something, or she's like, oh no, but it's way too early. So they're, they're taken into the hospital and they're all in their Halloween costumes, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there there could have been a funny joke where he's dressed as the Tin Man and he's trying to go through the metal detector and he's like yeah. taking out his keys and everything. If they yeah. just ended it right there, that's a funny joke. But it kept going. But yeah, then it kept going. And she's like, oh, honey, you're in your Tin Man costume. Thanks for explaining it to us. I'm, I'm a fucking mouth-breathing retard, and I couldn't understand that. Thank you. Uh, oh, um. <laughs> Sorry, I have, I have one. Okay, go ahead. It has four and a half stars on Amazon. <laughs> I was uh, out of five, yeah? Yeah. Um, I was looking at the, so I watched this film through, uh, uh, uh questionably legal means <laughs> because I'm not going to spend money on it. And, um, I was looking at the comments and people were like, people like this movie. Okay. Well, I'm going to look at the Rotten Tomatoes for once in my life. I'm going to say the Rotten Tomatoes is correct on the fact that it's 17%. It deserves, it deserves less. Jeez. I, I have here... I don't think they understand how kids act or how comedy works. And then I follow that up with setup has to have context. There usually isn't followed by lame punchlines. <laughs> also, I brought up earlier, they were at a Halloween party when he's born. Jack says his birthday is September 12th, which I also think says a lot about this film. Um, if you want to <laughs> go back to my, what are my notes right here? If you want to watch a movie, where like a kid becomes an adult or whatever, watch the movie Big with uh, Tom Hanks. Mm. There we go. That's it's a better. Uh, you know what's a age changing comedy? You, you know what's a fucking better movie about an adult man going to a little kid's school? Billy Madison. <laughs> Billy Madison's a better fucking movie than this. This I, also what? does a horrible job of representing uh, the actual uh, Werner syndrome. Oh God. Oh, I didn't know they actually. I didn't. I, well, it, well, if you ever see like the pictures of like the children that have like they have like gray hair and like the, like they, uh, they have like wrinkly skin and all that. That's like from, just like their age. Like they they like they're. They uh don't necessarily age exactly. Mm. But it's like they look like they are aging. Like the whole body, like they like it's like their body's like shutting down basically. Right. Like, yeah. They like, they reference progeria in the movie, but I didn't. Um, I didn't hear yeah. about that one. Yeah, that, that's the, uh, that's, that's what, that's, that is, that's part of, uh, per, uh okay. the progeria. Yeah. Okay. I'm not too well versed on that, so. I just have to look it up because I was curious. Oh, that, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, you have the, the that, fucking Wikipedia page open. <laughs> All of Chris's knowledge is stolen from Wikipedia. 
No, actually, I had that written down beforehand. So I was curious, okay. like, what? I, I was curious if they, it was they're trying to base it off of the same syndrome. I've heard of this syndrome before. Okay. So, um, Mister Man. Uh, one of my notes says, "We get it. He's tall and hairy, and he shaves." I like it. They kept pointing it out. It's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke. Haha, ha, get it? Yeah. Um, awkward film. Weird. Nonsensical cutaways. Unfitting music. Some rapey scenes. Lots of rapey scenes. <laughs> The scene where he pretends to be the principal is so cringy. Yeah. Um, when that mother kisses him. And all yeah, that. several times. He's like, and he's like 10. <laughs> he's, and he's running he's, around, uh, 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 like, making weird, uh, alluding to the fact that he has a boner. <laughs> and the scene where they talk about boners. Yeah. We go for Christmas. <laughs> And all the weird fart jokes, which I'm sure you loved, Chris. I don't know how I, how I can be uh, the fart joke guy, but all right. <laughs> because you talk about how much you love fart jokes all the time. <laughs> That's not exactly how I phrase it. I'd say that I like some fart jokes. You'd say you like all fart jokes and that... Uh... This is a character assassination. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree to be a part of this. <laughs> it's on my contract. <laughs> I'm going to be talking to my lawyer about this before this. I'm going to make sure this podcast never goes up. I'm going to talk to the president, Martin Sheen, and tell him about what you doing. This movie right here needs more of. Martin Sheen. Yes. No. No, do you know why? Why? Because nobody who should have had a career should have been in this movie at all. Like, it's, like, it's like, you know, Diane Lane and Robin Williams being in this movie. Like, they're both great actors, actresses, whatever. They should not be... They should have been in this movie. Right. Because they all, everybody has, like, you know, that. Bill Cosby deserves this movie. Yeah, yeah, Bill Cosby's fine in this movie. That's fine to have him in there. But, like, like, Diane Lane, like, what are you doing in this movie, man? You're like, you're, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, there's also those, like, really weird moments. So, like, you know, he's, he's running around acting like a 10-year-old or a mentally challenged kid. And... But then there's just, like, weird moments where Robin Williams is just acting like himself, like, doing his regular, like, weird improv stuff that he does in everything. I, I couldn't tell if he was in some parts, because, like, I think that, I feel, like, I feel like they restricted him to stuff. Like, he didn't, like, seem like he was, like... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they, you can tell this is definitely, like, Robin Williams super restrained, but, like, there were, there were moments where he's just, he's just doing his thing. You, you would think that would be, like, the best part. But it's not because it, it throws you off even more. My my last note, I, I didn't write that many notes on this one because I just didn't. I just want to get past it. <laughs> I have four more. <laughs> okay, um, the ending, like where like he gives a speech of the Val Victorian and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's like they they did a good job on the makeup on his hands, but his face looked like they just like sucked a wig on him. Like, all right, you're right. <laughs> like if like didn't have like any wrinkles added on. They had nothing at all. Like. None of the age identifiers uh, on him at all. Right, like, just like, and then the ending, like, you know, like, the entire third act, like, they tried to, like, so they, they spent the entire movie doing fart jokes and talking about boners, and then they try to slap on, like, this fake heart onto the film at the very end, and even when they do that, they can't stop doing slapstick. Uh, okay, then the the other three notes I have are he has the weird, creepy relationship with his teacher. He saw his butt. Uh, that was funny. No, 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 not not the not the Bill Cosby teacher. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I, I knew what you meant, but I was thinking about Oh, okay. <laughs> You're just thinking about Bill Cosby's butt. <laughs> yes. Um, then here's two things I did like. Um, I like that he wears uh, light-up shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty funny joke. Walking, in, walking into like the adult uh, bar. And yeah, like, yeah, he's got like, yeah, he's like, it has like the shot of his feet, and he's got <laughs> the shoes that are lighting up. That's a that was a good that was a good joke, and he, and he didn't like go, hey, hey, uh, uh, look at my uh, look at my light up shoes, huh? <laughs> like they didn't do that. They just had him walk in with him. It was a great joke. And then I, uh, when he goes to prison, and he's getting his stuff back, I did laugh. I like I actually went like, huh. Uh, when he's getting his stuff back and the officer stole his pog. Oh. <laughs> like, okay, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, so I give this uh, movie two Jamies out of ten. I originally gave it three, but I'm sinking it down to two. I gave it... I. This is the first time, Tyler. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it 0. .5 out of ten. Jeez. Yeah, I, I at least gave it two because I I I I liked two things about it. Nope. <laughs> um. All right. Chris. I give it I give it a point five because of Ron Williams being in it, and that's it. It's like a little extra boost right there. Right. Okay. Okay, Chris. <sighs> yeah. So we've talked about uh the uh the three movies here. Mm-hmm. Um. It's it, it's it's a it's a weird thing. Like, what do you, what do you think happened? Do you think he just wasn't a talented guy to begin with? He just had uh, he just had all the right people on the other movies, or um... I think it had to, it's something to do with like him like going bankrupt a whole bunch of times and like him not being able to, like finance his movies. Do you think well. do you think like he just maybe got uh, had to like take a bunch of shitty jobs? And I don't know. It's it's, it's weird because like you know he like we uh, the best way to look, look at his career is like the '90s was like the worst time for him, but like. So were a lot of the '80s as well. So it's like I don't know, I don't know. It's it's weird. Because the guy you know made a handful of good movies, and then everything well, like, else is garbage. Like he directed, uh, uh, Bram Stoker, uh, Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Which was a good ninety-two, by the way. I, yeah, ninety-two. Yeah, it was right before he made Jack. And it's just weird, like you know, he, I don't know. Cause yeah, there's like you know, so there's 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 Dracula, the first two Godfather movies, Apocalypse Now and Patton. Like those yeah. are, and then how many other movies has he made? Oh, I don't know. I didn't actually like. There's like there's like probably like, like fifteen or something. To like be fair, that. like in between that though, he also had one of the, one of the worst movies that I had to be. I had to get, I was like forced to watch whenever uh, I was younger, which was well, he didn't direct it, but he wrote it. Uh, the Great Gatsby. Oh. Yeah. Which, um, as good as Robert Redford is, <laughs> but he's still, but still, like he's he's majoritively made crap. Yeah, he just had a lot. Of, I think he just had a lot of good luck. Maybe that's it. Maybe. He also um, seemed to focus on his uh, on Sophia's career mm. a lot more, which he should shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I, 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 I even even answer, even I, after again. a very Murray Christmas, like how god awful that was, I'm, I'm still holding hope that she'll make a good movie one day, another good movie one day. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did direct that. 
was looking at, the, I was looking at this movie. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> it's like, like literally, it's like right after uh, the seventies. Like the seventies, like was like his best time ever. Right. And just poop afterwards. Yep. Absolute poop. So I I already know what yours is, Chris. Um, my ranking is Apocalypse Now, Godfather, and Jack. Uh, my ranking is uh, Patton, Godfather, <laughs> uh, Apocalypse Now, and Jack. Okay. We didn't even talk about Patton, which, we, which, by the way, if we talked about Patton, it would have been a 10 out of 10 from both of us. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's a 10 out of 10 for both of us. Um, I, I will definitely watch it, though. I made that promise. I just needed to make it three movies because... Okay, uh, this is as good a time as any to talk about this. Yeah, so I, I was balancing a lot of shit uh, while trying to also find time to watch these movies, and they always happen to be like two or three hours long, <laughs> so it was really hard to find time to do it. And uh, so I think uh, I'm going to try and like put a couple weeks, like take a couple weeks and uh, get all caught up on some stuff, rearrange the podcast schedule a little bit, and um, then we will get everything back on track. Plus, I mean, we've—I think this year we've already done a ton of episodes compared to what we usually do. So um, this will be this will probably there'll be a little bit of a break after this one. I'm not sure what we'll do next. Yeah. Um, we we've talked about because uh, Money Monster Jodie Foster's new movie comes out on May 13th, so that might. If we decide to do that one, we might, uh, that might be the next one. Hey, Tyler, why aren't we doing any of the Marvel movies? Uh, because I'm not going to see any of them. There we go. I will, though. So. Um, yeah, I, uh, that's probably. <laughs> that's what's coming out. That's what's coming out, like, the next, like, month or so. Um, I was actually, I was worried, um, because, like, that we weren't going to be doing any, like, you know, um, new releases like until Rogue One because there was like all that's coming out is like superhero movies uh, and I don't really go and see those so but uh, there's there's been a couple things like Jodie Foster's new movie uh, God's Not Dead 2 God's Not Dead 2 oh shit that's out right now uh, we need to talk yep. oh fuck oh we're gonna have to talk about that soon we got to we're at the Make sure we uh, find a, a way to watch that movie, Tyler. Yeah. That's, you mean go that's... to the theater like good oh, pa- yes. movie patrons. Of course. We'll talk about the first and the second one. <sighs> Do I need to watch the first one again? <laughs> well, I, I, it's burned into my head, Chris. Uh, so it might not, it, it might, we might be doing the God's Not Dead movies next. I'm sure we'll, uh, We'll, uh, get a we'll, lot cover of... all the, we'll cover all the pure flicks entertainment movies. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, just uh, check our Twitter and Facebook, or not the, 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 the fucking website for updates. And we will let you know when we're going to do another one. Or just be subscribed on iTunes and you'll it'll show up in your thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, See ya, see ya real soon, guys. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com. listeners of the oh jesus christ oh god okay. bad start bad start <laughs> you've got a friend in me <laughs> you got a friend in me okay here we go <clears throat>